0: of course, because uh, Donald Trump, the president, set the tone early declaring Germany is totally controlled by Russia because of its dependence on energy. Here is the president speaking.
1: But Germany is totally controlled by Russia because they were getting from 60 to 70 percent of their energy from Russia and a new pipeline. And you tell me if that's appropriate, because I think it's not. And I think it's a very bad thing for NATO. And I don't think it should have happened and i think we have to talk to germany about it but germany as far as i'm concerned is captive to russia because it's getting so much of its energy from russia Mm. so we're supposed to protect germany but they're getting their energy from russia explain that and it can't be explained you know
0: okay so a lot of people were shocked by his comments but then we learned this afternoon canada also shares the same concerns. Christian Freeland coming out and saying that a Russian pipeline being built would in fact give Russia too much leverage over European countries. But it went on because Trump declared Germany doesn't carry its weight also in NATO. They are paying 1% of its uh, GDP. America paying 4.2%. And then, of course, Canada has been criticized also for not carrying its weight when it comes to NATO. And we pay 1.4% of our GDP. And the Prime Minister says it's not going to change. In fact, announced a new mission in Iraq, which is a training mission, but there will be no more money. And so it'll be interesting to see how these meetings go. There is no formal meeting between Mr. Trump and Mr. Trudeau. They did kind of meet on the sidelines and shoot the breeze. What they said, no one knows. But It is tense for all the leaders with Trump because they don't know what's going to happen. I want to bring in someone who certainly knows a lot more than me. Matthew Fisher, former longtime foreign correspondent and war correspondent, is now also uh, a resident visiting scholar in defense and international affairs at the University of Toronto's Massey College. Hi there, Matthew.
1: Hi, good evening.
0: Good to have you because you've got um, the experience certainly in the regions uh, that we you know, are talking about, certainly Russia, to give us a bit of background on what we are looking at. But it seems that um, we're looking at a lot of old, decades-old relationships now kind of being called into question. Do you sense we're moving into a dangerous territory? We
1: have been for some time, and it's not only because of Donald Trump. There are all kinds of other fissures as well. Uh, I've been to about a half dozen NATO summits over the years. In fact, this is the first one I've missed in in quite a while. And uh, they usually are about the most boring things going. (laughs) You can watch the paint dry. All the uh, press releases and everything, they're prepared in advance. And uh, really, they just get stand around and chat a bit. And the whole purpose is to try to announce new things, new missions to suggest that there's momentum. That's where today we got a little bit with Canada's kind of fake announcement of a a new mission in Iraq. What we have is an old mission in Iraq, which is being folded into the new one. And the actual number, the troop increase will be, I don't know, 20, 30, 50, 100 soldiers. Uh, It's Our old mission was in northern Iraq, and except for the special forces troops who are up there, and they only number a few dozen, just about that entire mission is now going to go down to Baghdad. Mm -hmm. So it's not really a new mission. But the prime minister, like many politicians, constantly announces things over and over again. In Latvia, it was that Canada will now stay in Latvia uh, until... 2021 or 2023, I think it was. But everybody, everybody that I know in Latvia and in the Canadian forces knew several years ago that we were staying there that long. We spent a huge amount of money on the infrastructure. So uh, Canada really is blowing its horn. It's very clear. This is designed to try to appease Trump, but the Americans can parse the numbers too. And uh, in the early 1990s, Canada had 10,000 troops overseas uh, And then in Afghanistan, we had 4,200. Well, even when you put together Mali and the little Ukraine training mission in Latvia, and what we're doing in Iraq, it only comes out to about 800 or 900 people. So Canada is doing far, far, far less than during Afghanistan and nothing like what we did before. Uh, The thing about the Germans and Trump, it is true that the Germans... Their behavior has been terrible on this thing. Uh, They've made themselves more dependent on Russian uh, uh, oil, gas, Mm -hmm. uh, more gas than oil. But uh, Russia uses this as a lever all the time with countries like Ukraine and others. It bullies them. So Germany has been exposed. And uh, Schroeder, the old chancellor, he works for the Russian government. uh, And he has made tens of millions of dollars himself being their representative in the West. He's sort of like a quizling, a traitor in Germany's midst. So uh, Canada's policy on this has not changed. It's just only when Trump brings it up that people go and ask Canada. Canada's policy has been consistent, certainly with Christian Freeland, who is no friend of Russia's, as our foreign minister. It It is... Uh, just about identical to the American policy on that issue. Of course, we are different on the spending thing. I would quibble a bit with your number of 1.40 for Canada. It's actually, I think, the figure NATO accepted two days ago was 1.23. In fact, it's only 1%. But Canada used new arithmetic to get up to 1.23 without putting in any new money. So it's sort of like hocus-pocus, boom, shazam. We're we're spending more when we're not really spending more. Canada has promised to spend 70% more, not 100% or doubling, which is what Trump... Wants and also with uh, Obama wanted as well. It's not just Trump that wanted that. But Canada uh, says it will get to a seventy percent increase, but almost all of that is backloaded to uh, two thousand and twenty-three and two thousand and twenty-four. Oh my God, that will be the, the beginning or early in the third term of Justin Trudeau. Should he last last so long? So we go around saying all these things now, but we're not really sincere. We're doing less actually than ever before but still patting ourselves on the back and I don't think it's gonna wash with Donald Trump
0: no I don't I don't either and we have a lot to uh, risk um, you know if he calls you know BS on on these numbers because as you say I mean I was I was pretty shocked to see how far we have fallen in our our commitment to NATO Um, you know we are sitting at number 15 Um, and so what do you get the sense will happen at this meeting
1: Well, tomorrow Canada will make another announcement, uh, and that announcement will be actually more substantive than this one. Uh, My sources tell me that we are going to announce one of two things. Either we're going to go back to the NATO AWACS mission, that's a reconnaissance aircraft mission, that's done out of uh, Geilenkirchen in Germany, and uh, those planes go everywhere. Right now they're flying over Syria. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was Stephen Harper who pulled Canada out of that mission a few years ago, and that were, had left about 250 Canadians in Germany with their families. It was like the old style 20, 30 years ago, where the Canadians could actually live there with their families and have a beautiful life. It looks like either that is going to be reestablished or our training mission in Afghanistan, which we abandoned in 2014, and now we in France are the only countries from the 30 that participated in the war in Afghanistan who have. Uh, pulled out of the training mission, we may be going back. So it's either Afghanistan back to training there with a small number of people or a slightly larger number of people in Germany. I don't know which it is. My hunch is it would be Germany because that somehow will be safer for Trudeau, who's extremely risk-adverse. And uh, that's why our Mali mission, which started out at 600 guys, is now down to 250 or 300 people. Uh, All of these things get smaller not bigger, although the talk often is that we're getting bigger.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, there is the all-important July 16th meeting between Mr. Trump and Mr. Putin, and uh, I'm not sure what that... I mean, again, uh, there's so much unpredictability between these two. You can only imagine what uh, could come of that.
1: Well, I suspect it will gall an awful lot of people in the West because (laughs) it will be another love-in. Well... Um, uh, uh, because Trump has said so many times he admires Putin, what is in it that will change his mind? Uh, he has. Uh, Germany wants, or uh, Russia wants to undermine the alliance without a doubt, in Germany and all along with the Baltic states everywhere. And Trump, by demanding so loudly the spending stuff, undermines uh, the alliance himself. So, he, he is actually working in concert with Putin on that now Trump has a point about a lot of things to do with uh, the spending mm-hmm. but uh, and others, as I mentioned before, Obama mentioned it, but nobody ever the Europeans the way they it right. Maybe it's time the Europeans actually <laughs> did get smacked. Yeah. Maybe it's time Canada got smacked, because Canada has absolutely not told the truth. Trudeau yesterday said, we will not reach, uh, there's no way we're going to double our spending. Well, in fact, Canada committed in 2014, and uh, then at the last summit it agreed again, Canada committed to doubling its spending to 2%. unequivocally, it did so. So now Trudeau is saying, there's no way we're going to do that. Well, that is breaking an agreement. And so Trump, Obama, when he came to Parliament in Ottawa, said the same thing. If you go back 10, 12 years, Robert Gates, when he was the defense secretary in the United States, was saying the same thing about defense spending. So all of this is happening. Putin, I think, and China are both sort of like kids in the weight room, bulking up and getting stronger and sort of laughing and being, uh, being amused at how the West is committing sort of Harry Kiri, you know, committing yeah. suicide among themselves. Germany hasn't helped with its attitude. Canada hasn't helped. And now we have Trump, who's of course the master at blowing everything up and not very good at putting things together at all. And so it's a recipe for disaster. I suspect this meeting will go pretty darn pleasantly. Uh, it will be interesting to see if Trump brings up Again, he claims to have done so before, but with Putin, that the the Russians tried to uh, fix the American election so Trump will win. Of course, he's always been outraged by that suggestion because that uh, somehow undermines his own victory against Hillary Clinton. So these are very exciting times. I just hope Canadians become somehow more engaged about international issues and, for example, NATO. There are these surveys, I understand, where... People under 40 in Canada, almost all of them have no idea what NATO is. Well, it's the biggest alliance we've got, the biggest partnership we've got, other than the one we have with the United States, which also has some problems. But uh, Canadians seem oblivious to it. They don't see a threat from Russia. They don't see a threat from China. And uh, they seem to think it's fine that Canada spends less on defense and does things overseas. But the world is boiling, and Canada seems to be sleepwalking.
0: Yeah, interesting times indeed, and I will have you absolutely on again uh, as we get closer to that meeting. Thanks so much, Mr. Fisher. Oh, thank you. You can call me Matthew. Okay, Matthew, I will. I'm going to call you Big Brain. All the best, Alex. You got a lot up there. Thank you, sir. That's Matthew Fisher. Man, oh man, could you imagine having that much knowledge up in your head? I forgot. Uh... Jeez, that's crazy. It, but that was his life. He covered those territories. Interesting times.